So cool. So this is our podcast and we are We Know Nothing. No, baby. It's We Have No we Idea. We Have No Idea. Yes. That is our name. Yes. Our name is We Have No Idea. How did this name come to you? Just basically a podcast about two twenty-somethings going through life and trying to work out what's going on without not dying in the process. And yeah. trying to have fun every now and then. That, that is very dramatic. Not trying to it is very process. dramatic. But I think we live very dramatic lives. Do we? I think we do. Mate, the most exciting thing that I did this week so far is that I caught up to Grey's Anatomy. I'm on season 15. Like, I'm up to date. That's that show is too long. They should have cut that at five. No. How are you committing 15 seasons of your life? 15 seasons yes. is about seven episodes and half an hour minimum. That is too much time in your life. God did not die for us to spend like 300 plus hours of our human existence. Baby, it's like 22 episodes per season on average. Lord. Yeah. God is looking down on us. But like, it's like, it's Shonda. It's Shonda Rhimes. Like, she's one of the... And who is she? Well, she's one of the goats of of all time. She's a goat. Um, And why a goat? because she's the highest paid showrunner in Hollywood. That is a fact. Wow. It, is, it has been solidified wow. now. Yes, and she's one of the women that actually do inspire me because she owns her own company. She owns what she wow. does. So, and yeah. I'm out here just eating Tesco's value pack of beans. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. We all have to start somewhere. You we know, all have to start somewhere. I wish I was starting on Waitress. <laughs> like beans, though. I wish. But do we have Waitress money yet? I wish I, w- I, I wish I had Waitress money. Mm-hmm. I go in there every now and then just to make myself feel nice. <laughs> if you want, if you physically live the lifestyle you want, just the little things. Like go to the BMW showroom. Just just test drive. Mm-hmm. Don't purchase. Because you, <laughs> <laughs> you know your credit score will not allow that purchase. <laughs> You won't even bounce your credit card, like do you know two magnets? Yes. <laughs> it will tell you. No, don't test yourself. Don't test yourself. Like I'm um, staying within your budget. Basically. Stay within your budget. Stay- no, know your lane. God wants you to be rich. Just not right now. Like stay in your financial lane. I think Kevin Hart says something regarding that if you've seen one of his specials but yeah have we even introduced ourselves properly no at this point? we haven't let's get to it okay we are two foolish goats so what do you do chiku so um i'm currently on placement but i am a full-time student yes so i attend lectures mm-hmm. and learn stuff and i'm studying accounting and finance thank you i was about to ask that what about you miss sanzani um well i am a full-time student um this year uh, I'm doing my master's in nursing because I got tired of actually working as a nurse so I decided to go back to university with the uni life um, however to fund everything I still do work part-time as a mental health nurse and I have no idea what's next so pray for your girl do you forget sometimes that you're 20 you're so wise beyond your years oh thanks man yes thanks man like I forget like sometimes I think we're age mates I know and how old are you oh just for any uncles listening ah see uncles you know you have to come correct right just don't come at all when it comes to me she's allowing you to approach let me just tell you i will air you with the confidence that jesus saved my soul i will air you with that confidence sense will allow you to at least talk to her but no 
uh, let me tell you a story. There was this there was this one uncle approached me and he was like, Oh, so where are you going? I was like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to church at this time I was late for a call time as well. I was like, Oh let me have your number. I was like, No, no, I'm kind of dating somebody. I wasn't. But who's he to know? Mm-hmm. I could have had a husband and five kids. I should have said that. Yeah. He probably still would have kept on talking to me. That is true. The thirst is real. Yeah, they're very persistent. Very persistent to men. Okay. Um, so he literally he was just like, oh yeah, no, it doesn't matter. I just want to be friends. I just want to get to know you. Ugh, I just want to take you out. And he was like, can I have your number? I was like, okay, let me give this man a fake number so I can go up on my way because mm-hmm. he shall not let me leave. Mm-hmm. So I gave him 077 da 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 da. He literally called the number in front of me. I was like, nah, I've been, I've been called out. Let me. I literally just turned around, started walking. I pulled out my phone as if it was ringing, mm-hmm. and I, I answered it. And then he just looked at me. I just started running. Oh, that persistent. I God did not bring me into this world. My father and mother, my mother particularly, did not give birth to me for ten hours for you to be approaching me <laughs> at your big H. grandfather age. Know yourself. <laughs> But let's take a lesson from uncles. As much of a nuisance they can be. Confidence. Yes. They're very, very con- um, confident people. And they're very persistent. So in life, whatever you're trying to achieve... How are we turning this go, around? Like, I'm turning this around into a TED Talk because I'm a very... Into, it's, a, TED into talk. a TED Talk. But like, if you see... If you take the persistence and the confidence of an uncle and if they apply it to a job, to a job, if they uh, applied it to a job, yes. But then sometimes this apply it to financing, and that's just um, like scammer life is not really the best. Wow, <laughs> y'all talk about scammers. She's the real four one nine right here, guys. Four <laughs> one nine. How, how am I a four one nine? You brought up. Oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. That's but, what I was saying. But yeah, a lesson from uncles. Be persistent and be confident when it comes to your careers. Legit ones, okay? We're not trying... We don't have bail money. Don't be calling at me or at me for bail no, money. I'm I not going to be associated that. with you. Know that you are dropped. Don't even use me as your one phone call from jail. <laughs> nah. How about having you on my record? That... Um, so someone just looking through someone's just tracing my calls I got a call from prison what am I ghost are you ghost am I Tasha no my my friend if I was Tasha I would have left you with all of my money I would have been gone can I just articulate something you are a student my friend okay that means you don't have money. You're not exactly my number one person to call uh-huh. if I'm ever in prison. Okay, I got Who friends with a bail. I got lawyer friends. They can give me. Uh, we don't do can- bail in the UK. No, no, we- do we not? No, you can be granted bail, but you don't have to pay for it. That's oh. how America's like so crooked. Like the more money you have, you yeah. can get bail. Nah. Okay, how has? Okay, let's speak about the good things that America has given us in our Beyonce. lives. So- <laughs> Beyonce, I'll say it like an Africa. Beyonce, <laughs> my mom's favorite saying: If you're going to do a weave, mm-hmm. if you're going to do your makeup, mm-hmm. if you're going to do fashion, mm-hmm. do it like Beyonce, or what? don't do it at all. Why Beyonce? So she's telling you, don't be out here looking dusty. Mm-hmm. If your lace front is lifting, let it go. Mm-hmm. Just let your natural hair be free. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be dusty and crusty, just mm-hmm. don't do it. 
So if you're gonna do it, do it like Beyonce. Okay, so with the spirit of excellence. With the spirit of excellence. Okay. okay. You should be out here just popping, locking, dropping. If you're out here dusting your toes, or just out here hanging out your slippers, just let it go. The look might not be for you today. <coughs> sometimes we need sweat days, sometimes we need hoodie days. You can put your hoodie up, you mm-hmm. can put your glasses on, mm-hmm. nobody will see you, but if like my mom says, if you're gonna do it, do it like Beyonce. Okay. Okay. Like Beyonce and men, do it like Jay Z. Ah no, Why no, not? no. Jay Z cheated on Beyonce. I'm out. No, I'm not out here. Okay, like, who are we out here trying to be? Do it, men. I do it like I, Will Smith. Oh, is, is Will is Smith alright? Yeah, he's alright. He's alright. I was gonna say Trevor Noah, but that's another, you know. Connection. No, do it like Barack and Michelle. Oh, Let's put awesome. excellence. Let's just put them up there. I remember like when Barack and Michelle just got in mm-hmm. to White House. Mm-hmm. My mum was like, you should dress like their daughters. Look at them. Don't they just look so sophisticated? Hey. Don't they just look so presidential? Hey. Hey. Jesus. So, if you want to be glamorous, do like Beyonce. But mm-hmm. if you want to be sophisticated, power woman. Mm-hmm. Next president, mm-hmm. Michelle. Yes. In case you're wondering, we're just name dropping the women that actually do inspire us For and sure. they tend to be mostly women of color in America. Uh, no, everywhere. 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 I'm trying to think of a black British woman that I actually look up to. Naomi Campbell. I know we can chat a lot about Naomi yeah, Campbell. That's true. And I know she likes to slap people every now and then. <laughs> but, like, God forgives. Mm-hmm. There is grace. So I think I will provide that same grace. If you look at Naomi Campbell's legacy is a power woman, mm-hmm. she knew who she was. And when people said, oh my God, you do not have the body of a black woman, ta-da. She was like, no, I've got a body of a queen, the body yes. that my mum gave me. So she literally, like, she knows who she is. And even when people chat to her, she will give you a response straight back because she knows who she is. And, like, that sort of, that level of sauce, mm-hmm. just, like... Oh, that like you mm. can't chat her even when her wig was slipping all the way back to the oh, halfway Jesus. on her head <laughs> and those edges <laughs> weren't even edges they were they were <laughs> razor bump that's what they were <laughs> they were razor bump <laughs> <laughs> they were just they were just simple simple razor bump she still had the sauce about her you cannot chat to Naomi Campbell no. that's the sort of confidence I'm going for in my life okay Okay. That she's just just sauce. Okay. Well, I'll be thinking of black British women that have inspired me. I can't think of any at the top of my head, but like I know there's some social media influencers that I look up to, oh. which are quite interesting. Anyway, such as um, I follow what's her name? Let me double check so that I say it properly because I think what does she do? Um, she is a body um body positives. I don't know. Um, her name is, it is Chanel? Grace. Mm. Grace. Oh, I know who you are. I can't yeah. remember her last name. I can't. But Grace. Um, she did a few BBC Three documentaries. Yes, I remember that. No, she's so cool and she's such vibe. Yeah. Oh, Grace F Victory. Um, that's her Twitter handle. Like, I like her because she speaks about experiences that women of color go through, and also especially coming from. Um, she speaks for every woman of color. She doesn't um, discriminate, not discriminate, but like she doesn't exclude women of color. As in, so it's never like a 
a mixed race, dark skinned, no, she does not middle have, like no, that five year no, I get what no. I mean. And there's no colorism and she campaigns against that because mm. there's something that, that's that's something that I've actually seen within the black community. Like um we've had the whole pretty for a black girl type of conversation or mm-hmm. these times where I'm like I know there are times when I have certain privileges because of the shade of black that I am mm. compared to my darker sisters or to my lighter sisters and it's actually quite interesting and frustrating sometimes but it does mm. happen that is part of being a black woman in the west we're not complaining we're just making it's just stating facts yeah that's what we are do you know what I heard that was actually quite profound the what? other day so if you're very very sensitive about race this is not the portion for you trigger warning switch <laughs> off goodbye come back in like a good 10 minutes i'm sure it'll be still juicy oh yes we mm. hope so anyway um so there's this girl who wrote a book about why i no longer talk about race with white people so yeah and she basically has a podcast called about race with her name is Rennie edo lodge and in the podcast she talks about how white white women crying is racist and i was like what do you mean baby girl and she's like when having a conversation with a white woman about race and they they start crying because they're like but i'm not racist and trying to claim to say oh because i don't do xyz and talking about this experience that you've experienced it's making Mm -hmm. me upset because i don't see myself as a racist person that you as a black woman or a black person you stop talking about whatever conversation that you're having and you have to address their tears and then you have to be sensitive towards that subject mm. because at the end of the day you don't want to seem insensitive uns- or just like an idiot and once you said that i was like oh my god that's so true because you can no longer go back to that subject matter you cannot you can no longer talk about that anymore you can't and yeah. i think as well equally i feel so more from like an african black perspective mm-hmm. where and an immigrant on top of that you're oh, raised to be very tough so the whole sort of being emotional isn't something we connect well with Mm-mm. i've like one thing i was thinking about today is that we're very good at sorting the situation mm-hmm. but we're not very good at addressing the emotions that come with the situation mm-hmm. so you kind of put your head down and then you get through it yeah and then you kind of feel the joy of getting past that point but sometimes you don't allow yourself to feel sad yeah. or feel the emotions in that present time which I guess is something we need to address something that we need to address because sometimes I just look at not, well I'm trying to be better at it because mm-hmm. for a living I am a mental health nurse mm. just drop that in there and I'm trying to be, like, be more emotionally available to my friends and family of course for I'm sure. emotionally available to my patients because that, that's how I get my check mm. but like there's a certain situation where I look at a friend crying and I'm like kind of yeah i'm like why it's really not that deep yeah and then i feel mean like am i am, bad for like, not addressing their emotions at this time it's like am, am i cold am mm. i stone-hearted but it's because you come like you put things into little section in your head mm, compartmentalize thank you preach because you know like you know there is a time for crying mm. <laughs> there is a time for rejoicing mm. right now i've got an exam i cannot be crying preach Please. a preach like it. i don't have time for these emotions i will mm. deal with these emotions a little bit later which can be harmful if you don't deal with them later but like at the same time you can't be dilly darling crying every five seconds we don't have that luxury that is very true yeah Anyway, what was the... We were talking, we literally talk about women who inspire us and then yes. we got on to race and, and then we got on to emotions. emotions <laughs> but there's are two like, topics that we're going to address much more directly. But right now, I guess it's like 
what's the purpose of this and what do we have to come? Mm -hmm. So another disclaimer is that we are Christians and this is a question that I have to ask you. How did you become a Christian, Chiku? How did I become a Christian? Um, well, like all my life I was raised Christian, like mum and dad come from an African household so they were raised Christian, they mm -hmm. moved from Malawi when I was five mm -hmm. to come to the UK. Mm -hmm. So it's always been something that's like been ingrained but I think from about the age of well since birth until about the age of 16 I was doing more so for a culture issue mm -hmm. I enjoyed like working with youth so when it came to be like on help out on kids team youth ministry and stuff I kind of just enjoyed working with young people mm -hmm. so I found it enjoyable but I don't think it was much of like the God the faith side yeah it was actually just I enjoyed the process yeah. and just doing stuff really but I remember I think it was A levels and A levels are like the worst two years just because you have so much pressure yeah and I think it's the first time I kind of had the idea that I could fail yeah. like GCS I'd always been like intelligent I was never like the super intelligent A star kid mm -hmm. but I knew I could do A levels and I could do them well to get mm -hmm. into sixth form mm -hmm. but just the whole A level process I literally thought oh my god I could actually fail I could actually not go to the uni I want I could actually end up doing a degree at a place that I just don't like mm -hmm. so that literally put the fear of God in me and I got some horrific results in first year as well so it meant second year i just had to like graft mm -hmm. my life like i don't think i've ever worked that hard ever again like i remember one time my dad came into my bedroom and told me that i was like having a nightmare and screaming about my exams oh my because i was literally just that emotionally invested and emotionally tired of like the whole process yeah um so i remember like just going up to the altar and i kind of like god like i'm so over this whole process i'm just going to give it to you mm -hmm. and whatever will be will be but at this point in time i have done my seven eighth and yeah. then it's time for you just to step in and do that last bit yeah. and whatever happens i've just accepted the process mm -hmm. and i've accepted the path that you have for my life mm -hmm. and in all honesty it turned out amazing like i didn't get my first choice uni mm -hmm. But now that I look back, that uni was way too expensive. I definitely would have hated the course. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have found like the family, the friends, the people that I have now that I've come to this university instead. And it like God was definitely working that situation, that it was the best plan. And Senzeli was part of it as Thank well. You. That she's here. My big sis. He's yes. as petty as I am. Yes, you need to, like, okay, just a disclaimer to you all that go to church. You need to find that one petty Christian that you can be petty with. Absolutely. Yes. It will the make whole petty community. Oh, yes, like, you will make church so much fun. You still love Jesus, but you can have so you much can. fun. Yes. And I feel as though, like, as well, this podcast will be a good way to show that Christians are human beings. Amen. We do make jokes. Mm -hmm. We eat normal food. It's not just quinoa and coffees hey, and we talk about jesus we talk about faith and loving people yes but we don't do it in a way that's oh so you don't know jesus how can you live your life like that how how do you exist like no, no. we do it from a place of love we do it in a place from a sass but mm -hmm. it's never from judgment because we had a life like do you know people say um they have a life before christ pre-jesus we pre-jesus phase i always knew god but i still did nonsense mm. i did still did stupidity hey, even god with god being there and we probably still do some stupid things now that we've been christians i think again it's kind of just dispelling the myths that mm. some people might have about christians yeah and just showing that we're like real normal people yeah how did you become christian sense Ooh, how did I become Christian? I was born in an African home, mm -hmm. like yourself, if you haven't guessed from our names anyway. Um, and basically, I remember going to this African gospel church mm -hmm. with my dad. 
and it came to the time where they were doing an altar call and they were telling me about Jesus who wants to have a relationship with me and that was quite interesting because I was raised in more of a traditionally Christian home where it was like Jesus is there and he's your father and he will judge you when judgment day comes therefore Mm -hmm. um you can't actually really have a relationship with them with him Mm -hmm. and that was the first time I actually started understanding that wait God actually is invested in me he Mm. actually cares about my ins and out of course I want to be in a relationship with such um, a being such a God that actually genuinely does care about my well-being and how I'm doing and also vice versa therefore I when came to the time where they gave us the altar call or what is it called in hipster salvation 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 yeah yes salvation call or altar call or coming to father whatever lots of names and there is all being born again like there's so many names but essentially it means the same thing and when it came to that moment I remember just raising my hand up and just um, receiving Christ Mm. and learning and trying to navigate what that looked like um in the first couple of years it it, it was okay it was okay but then trying to navigate like learning how to be a christian and actually be in the world because um the bible says um you are in the world but not of the world yeah so i was trying to learn how to do that properly and i haven't succeeded i still do that to this point however it's a learning curve and with this podcast, I suppose you and I are going to have a few interesting conversations. For sure. Yeah. In how we navigate things. like. Family. Yeah. So, how would you describe yourself um, in three words, my love? Three words. Mm-hmm. Authentic. Okay. Very. Alex, I'll say them and I'll explain it. So, authentic mm-hmm. is... I try to be 100% straightforward all the time with people. Preach. So I feel as though I choose the way in which I do it. So for example, if you do something I don't like sins, mm-hmm. let's say we're in a group of people, mm-hmm. at that time, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll oh, left long or something. But then like when we're face to face, we'll call each other out on yeah. the thing so we can be better in the future. Yeah. Or I can say this is you didn't handle it the best at that point so I try to be as authentic as possible if there's something I don't like if it's appropriate to address it at the time I will yeah, yeah but if it's something that has to be done in-house as well because I always say things from a place of love if it's yeah. some sort of criticism you show it mm-hmm. when it's just you two yeah because it you can easily be putting down that person if you do it in like a crowd yeah but it shows that I care enough about you to tell you that you did this wrong, but mm-hmm. I will do it in the right way. Mm-hmm. So authentic. So if I don't like something, I'll say it. If I like something, I say it. If I give praise, I will say it when I mean it. Yeah. I feel so expression in Christian culture. Mm-hmm. We praise everything. Mm. And sometimes like it's needed. sometimes that like, kids drag it that great. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah. They have to learn to be better. Yeah. Uh, if it's a child, obviously you can be like, yeah, well done, what what what. Mm-hmm. But everything does have to be a oh so great legend because no that day you might just not be feeling so great mm-hmm. and all I've done is like just clean up something on the floor I'm not a legend for cleaning <laughs> something on the floor like it's not that deep yeah let's be all right so I feel so when people like when I say thank you to people or when I give a compliment about something yeah. I hope they know I truly mean it I'm not just saying it just as a way of saying thank you yeah because if someone's done something i'll say thank you for Mm -hmm. them doing it Mm -hmm. but if i generally think that something they produced or like a piece of artwork or some music was really amazing i will tell them directly Mm -hmm. so i'd say authentic yeah can i piggyback that for a minute 
Um, we have a friend called Chanel Brown. Hey, Chanel. How you doing, girl? Wow. We really give that other people a government name as well. Oh, gosh. Actually, Chanel Brown. It's very common. Yeah, that's it's a common yeah. name. You're fine, Chanel. Yeah, she knows who she your is. Your bank details are safe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give out your PayPal. Um, they'll <laughs> send you money. Anyway. Send um, us money. That's <laughs> the next thing we need to make is PayPal. <laughs> Patreon sponsor us. Yes, you can sponsor my chicken wing addiction. You can sp- sponsor my veggie lifestyle. Amen. Amen. Anyway, um, back to my point. I remember talking to Chanel, and I was saying, you know, like we live in a society where, if let's say she pays me a compliment, be like, oh, sense, I like her hair, that you have to give. A- yeah, you have to give a compliment back, and I'm like, actually, that's not necessary. Just because I paid you a compliment, it doesn't mean that I want one back. Does that make sense? No. Like, I can appreciate your beauty without feeling that I need you to acknowledge mine. Yourself. Myself. It's not about me. Like, when I compliment you, I genuinely mean that I like that thing. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to tell me that how great or awesome or whatever or how good I look because nine or ten times, I already know. Not gonna lie. I do. And, like, I don't no, you're need fine. you. Your, yeah. Someone else's beauty does not mini- diminish mine yes like you can see excellence in somebody else without feeling threatened or feeling less than because at the end of the day we're all wonderfully and uniquely made and mm. chica's strengths are completely different to my strengths however i do celebrate hers because she is an incredible person in her own field so yeah it's very <laughs> she's smiling just dropping knowledge <laughs> like and bombs like just <laughs> um let's do one more quality about each of us yeah. So I think my next quality is I'd like to say I'm loving, mm-hmm. and I do it in again in my own distinct fashion. Mm-hmm. I show love through the comments I make. Mm-hmm. The more I roast you, the more I love you. I think the people close to me would know. Yeah. Um, I invest time into you, mm-hmm. and try to get to know you. Mm-hmm. I don't want my circle to be big because I feel as though sometimes having huge circles leads to an authentic relationship and time and I like to invest in you like if I'm like what's wrong with you I want to know don't give me some sort of like lie answer because I'll just ask you again yeah what's wrong Um, because I actually care like again with the whole authentic you know some people literally just ask you how's your day been just to fill time and be polite but if I ask you what's up I want to know what's up Mm -hmm. and what's wrong with you so I feel as though I'm loving in that sense. You are. You love with insults. We yeah. appreciate you, 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 we've, I've grown thick skin. I do. I build people up. You build people up. I build people up mm-hmm. by tearing them down. Mm-hmm. But they're strong now. Mm-hmm. Like, I was about to say, like, the r- walls of Jericho. <laughs> but <laughs> that's Those came tumbling way. down. <laughs> Those came tumbling down. But yeah. uh, yes, and we do make um, Coney Christian jokes. So, yeah, yeah bear with For anyone who's not Christian or doesn't know about that story, Sands, would you like to explain about ah, the walls of Jericho? Jesus. Um, it's in the book of Joshua. I feel like Joshua will be my b- biblical MCM because, um, I don't know, it sounds lovely. I don't know, it sounds like a man. Your biblical MCM? Yes. Let, let's just stick to Bible stories. Why are we, why are we turning the book of Joshua? Wow. It's like Joshua. It sounds like a, wow. man, it sounds like a man of God with a capital G. Man of God. Like he had bravery, like the Lord had to tell him. Actually, did he have bravery? Because God told him multiple times to not fear. So maybe he might have not. Anyway, make your mind up. I, I don't know. But anyway, that's one of my favorite biblical books. Um, basically, it's when the Israelites have came out of um, Egypt and they're going into Jericho, the land of promises. Biblical tea calls. 
Riding on the white, shining like the sun. <laughs> I have Let no the trumpets call. Lift oh. your voice. It's the year of jubilee. Out of Zion sing salvation come. <laughs> That's a bagger. Yes. And then the do 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 do. Behold, he comes, riding on the clouds, shining like the sun. Let the trumpets call, lift your voice. It's the year of jubilee. Out of Zion, sing salvation. Do. Can I tell my story now? Now we're done with Sorry, the gospel choir. Sorry, that's a banger. Yes. Like, it's called um, The Trumpets of Jericho or something like that. It's a banger song. Listen to it. Even if you're not Christian, like, it will put you in a vibe. Yeah. Sorry, back to the story. Yes. Anyhow, um, so basically they're going into the land of milk and honey, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. And God gives them this promise where they have to walk around the walls of Jericho seven times. Um, blowing a trumpet or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And on the seventh day, they shout and literally like physically shout, and they have to. The walls of Jericho literally um, tumbles down. I've seen multiple TED talks talking about the science behind it as to why the walls of Jericho actually tumbled down, as in regards to was it not was it not built properly? Like the structure, the architecture was something wrong with it. Like understanding science into mm-hmm. like putting science into the bible or like the voice vibration were they that powerful that they just came down like there's multiple mm-hmm. ted talks like with every biblical story if you have the time there's a ted talk giving you the science behind it which yeah. is quite interesting research guys yeah research guys spend that time like you got a lifetime just do your research and you can back yourself up when talking about these things but um it's one of my favorite books in the bible and why were we talking about the walls of Jericho? i don't know um, oh, we were talking about what did I say? Authentic, genuine, uh, genuine love. See, I feel like the best. I think the two things of describing myself, I would piggyback to the authentic. Yeah, thing. I think you have to be authentic, man. Yeah, everything Christian, just in life. Yeah, like just be real with people and just. Yeah. Uh, but then it's learning when and who to be real with. Absolutely, yeah. like you shouldn't be friends with everyone. Oh, like. Gosh, no. There'll be some people that you just don't vibe with, but mm-hmm. as long as you're polite, yeah, it's not a bad thing. Civil, being civil is a key. It's key to how you yes. win in life. And also, I have this um, structure or analogy in how I do my friendships. So in the Bible, you look at Jesus when he's praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm. and um, he has his his own space with God where it's just him and God, and then he has a second layer where it's got like Peter and like two other disciples Mm -hmm. and then he has another layer where there's like all the other disciples whatever 10 or 11 which have no actually probably eight because judas had gone and hung himself then Uh, no judas not hung himself he had gone to betray him at that point in the bible anyway um don't be a judas guys oh don't be a judas nobody likes a judas um anyhow like in life you have that space where you're very very intimate with god and that space is between you and god where you mm. actually get to talk and converse with him and the second layer is the people the few people that you can actually be truly vulnerable and be like okay guys like i'm going through this and mm-hmm. this is what i need and that tends to be like your closest friends and family and that's a beautiful thing and those are beautiful people who will call you out on your nonsense yeah when you need to if you have friends that don't call you out on your silly things 
that can be a bit problematic mm, however yeah. sometimes your friends they just like sit and watch you and be like we know you're doing something that is foolish when you're ready to come come back and mm. they have their arms open and that's a beautiful thing to also have yeah and, and but they have to have tried to start off with oh gosh yeah so like to. sometimes that only that approach is only used right at the end yes where everything else has stopped mm-hmm. and they go be like let them allowed to just experience this process because they really want it at this point yeah and then when it all kind of flops we'll still be there to pick them up yeah so it's never a first approach no so yeah no sorry no because sometimes you can actually just push the person even further away where they start to um isolate themselves and Mm -hmm. isolation is not very good for your mental well-being and also um just life in general anyway um and then you have the rest of the squad which is the rest of the disciples where um people who know you people that you see in church and say hi bye on a sunday or people that you just know of maybe colleagues that you work with you see here and there but they don't really truly know your ins and outs they don't know your dirty laundry and that's absolutely fine um people even with between the two circles between the two layers they can switch sides some people you can be close with one person in one season Mm -hmm. and not be close with that person in another season and that's absolutely fine because at the end of the day it is a growing thing and human relationships as we change we change who we grow with as well yeah so yeah i would say authentic that's one way of describing myself and blunt apparently i'm very blunt oh yeah you are blunt very blunt both very blunt we're very direct yeah we'll tell you what you think yeah yeah. If you look cute, you look cute. If you're dusty, you're dusty. Mm, 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 mm. Play your role. Accept yeah. your position. Yeah. Remember, it can all change. Yeah. So, yeah. what is ahead? What sort of episodes do people have to look forward to? So, because Chiku is an accountant in the making, we're going to talk about money and finance. Money and finances. Yes. We're going to get rich together, guys. Yes. We're going to be more like just chopping. The credit cards, chopping the debit cards, okay. chopping fifty pound notes. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yes, we're gonna be champagne drink cards or schler for those Christians oh, out there. No, African Christians, you know, like schler season is coming. Hey Jesus! Or do that, um, that sparkling tans. no, the sparkling juice you can get in, <laughs> uh, in wine bottles, yes. and then at Christmas you pop it. And like, well, pop a champagne to that, guys. Like popping bottles. Popping <laughs> bottles. Do you know what popping? We're popping sparkling Rabina. That's who we be. Yes. Can we take a moment and pray over the sugar tax? Because it, it hit Schler and this Christmas ain't going to be the same. Oh, the sugar tax. Yes, but we're still going to Costco. Oh, my spirit is sad, but my skin is singing. <laughs> Joy. So, we're Joy doing money and finances. Yes. Making sure your guys' credit score get right. So, when you want to... Put that deposit down for the house. Mm-hmm. Get that finance car. Mm-hmm. Wanna get our Rolex. Mm-hmm. Wanna get that engagement ring. Mm. And a barbecue. Because mm-hmm. speaking of engagement, <laughs> um, for the second episode, we're gonna talk about bays. Bay watch. Bay watch. How to find a man. Ah, yeah, Jesus. Hey. How no. to find a woman. A Proverbs. 31 women. Are you a, a Proverbs 31, 31 woman? Are you a <laughs> I try. I try. That's all you have to do with Jesus and with faith in the Lord. I have to try. But man, this woman does a lot. I get I get tired reading it. I get tired. I remember I had um I remember I had it on my wall like a poster of the Proverbs um 31 woman. I was like, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here. At the end of the year, I looked at the poster, I realized I spelt Proverbs wrong. <laughs> So I literally fell at the first hurdle. <laughs> oh like, I'm gosh. actually a mess with life. 
I try my best, but I think the Proverbs 31 woman is like a good guide mm-hmm. and a good sort of Stop. hitting point. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely like a nice little bonus mm-hmm. round. Yes. That like this is what you're aiming for, but mm-hmm. you don't have to be perfect because that is a lot. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, because I'm very, very into equal opportunity. Do we have like a Proverbs 30 man? Is yeah. there a is there what is it when um do you have you never heard the stephen Furlick preaches your boaz oh so let me find it you talk about the next episode yes and then i'll find about the preach on boaz okay um basically well we're having money and finances um they watch and then we're going to talk about mental health and disability because that is my specialty working in mental health and also we might bring in a friend to have a chat with us and see what he has to say um what other episodes we're going to talk more about money i think in regards to side hustles in what we do and also family matters people who've been hurt by the church within the church yeah it's gonna get very very deep and also because um I'm, I'm at university, I'm doing my master's, so we're going to talk about exam stress and assessment periods and knowing when to let go, either is that friends or boyfriends or whatever situationship that you're within. I'm going to talk about nostalgia, culture, code switching, um, exercise, because I've recently going, started going to the gym, so hopefully by then I'll still be going to the gym. And yeah, that's what you have to look forward to so far. So hit us up follow us follow us this goat is still looking for her boas thing i have found it yes oh Oh, pinterest yes Mm -hmm. oh so it goes to all the girls who are in a hurry to find a boyfriend or get married a piece of biblical advice ruth patiently waited for her man boaz while you're waiting on your boaz don't settle for any of his relatives broke as we rebuke it Mm -hmm. po as (laughs) <laughs> lying as cheating as dumb, dumb as, as drunk as, as cheap as locked up as, as good for nothing as, as lazy as, as and especially his third cousin beat yo as Damn. wait on boaz to make sure he respects yo as if that is not knowledge right there so who are we avoiding? Broke as, mm-hmm. poor as, mm-hmm. lying as, mm. cheating as, mm-hmm. dumb as, mm-hmm. drunk as, mm-hmm. cheap as, locked up. Hey. Like the penitentiary. <laughs> locked up as, good for nothing as, lazy as, mm. and beat your ass. That's who we're avoiding. That yeah. preach I listened to and I was like, that is powerful. Like, so what? when it comes to Baywatch, we're going to be drawing on our experiences, friends' experiences, mm-hmm. biblical teaching, mm-hmm. and just general life experience. It's not a guide to get a man, because no. we're as confused as you guys. Oh gosh, no. Like We there, are confused. Like, there is no one-step formula as to how to get a man, and to be quite honest, you can't get a man, like... With a one-step formula. We are humans. Yeah, we're all different. Humans, like, feelings, it's a messy job. Oh That's gosh. why people work with computers. That's why people live alone on islands. So they don't have to deal with you. Yeah, you specifically. It's <laughs> very rude. That is very rude. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot to come up. And we're going to be having a few guests um, throughout, well, as time goes. And hopefully you guys enjoyed. So subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. And last thing, you can find us on our social media. Yes. Literally, our tag or our handle is 
W-H-I-N underscore, which means we have no idea. Like, literally, we have we no, have no idea yeah. underscore. Yes. What's so find your... us, it will be on the description yes. for wherever we decide to post this. Yes. Probably all the generals. Give us a review. Yes. Make it nice. Make Please. it sweet. Please Tell us what your favourite colour is. Yes. Yeah. We really don't care. Yeah. And do you want them to follow our personal accounts or not? Uh, we'll find out after we put this <laughs> on. Uh, but yeah, why not? Yes. Uh, my Instagram handle is the life of cheeky. Yes. My Instagram handle is I am sense. So I A M S E N Z. They don't care. They do. Come I'm on. Cheeky. It sounds like sense isn't like sending a letter. Come on. They do care. Yeah, they do, they care. do care. They should care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So thank you for listening and putting up with us for however long we decide to make this podcast. Yes. We'll see you next week for the next episode. Is yes. there anything you'd like to encourage the people with? Uh, what are our, our, our closing prayers for this week? Our closing prayers. prayers. Yes. What are we what are we lifting up to Jesus we're, today, sons? Ah, we're lifting Brexit up to Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're living Brexit. Only yeah. God. Only living, you, Lord. Yeah. No one is going in that situation. <laughs> Let me send it to the people in the back. Yes. Because that is. It, it looks like not a even mess. confusion. Baffology. <laughs> Baffology. <laughs> Not baffled. There's buffology yes. going on in the situation. And only you, Lord God, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. who knows the end and the beginning, Alpha and Omega, knows the situation. So, Rich. Lord, I just send it up to you. Let my holidays be cheap. <laughs> Let these budget airlines survive. Amen. Let there be no income tax when we do our Fashion Nova orders. Yes. Let the tariffs be law. (laughs) Let them even be reduced. Hallelujah. And we send that up to you, Lord God Jesus Christ. May all the people who work here Mm -hmm. stay. Yes. Because they do some jobs that even I don't know what's going on. Um, The NHS would be really, really screwed if we lost, like, our... We pray for the NHS. Yes, please. Oh, gosh, I know they are cues, but the cues that would be there Mm. after Brexit, Lord, Mm. we lift it up to you. Mm -hmm. We pray that people in their positions Mm -hmm. do what they can, because it is confusing. Mm -hmm. Even if I was promised that I wouldn't know what to do. No. I'm confused. I can't even understand what's going on. So, Lord, we pray... For things to remain cheap, mm-hmm. we pray for future holidays. Mm-hmm. We pray for finance to stay in this country because this girl is in need of a job after university. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Same. Come on. In Jesus' name. Send is in need of a job as well. Yes. Everybody who's listening that requires a job shall receive it. In Jesus' name. For just simple £15. Hey. I'm joking. <laughs> we're, not, we're not that sort of podcast, guys. We're not, we're not going to sell you any holy oil holy water prayed over it's probably from a tap let's not lie if you bought it but now let me continue my prayer god knows your heart that's all he needs to know he does not need the holy oil the holy water the scented candles the rosary beads the the toilet paper whatever merchandise can be just drizzled over in some sort of air freshener spray but it's none of my business let me finish my prayer Lord, we just lift up the political situation to you. Yes, God. And only the way that you can intervene, so work in it. In Jesus' name. name. Amen. We say amen. 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 Have a blessed week, guys. Have a blessed life. Week.
week. week. No life. No. Week. I'm praying into their whole life. I know. I'm praying for in, into their week that way they come back next week to watch more. Okay. So continue. I to pray, pray for your week. Yes. And subsequently your life. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen.